0: We're coming off a down day on Wall Street yesterday. Fears of a possible recession and continued tightening from the Fed seem to take over investor sentiment. The Dow tumbled more than 480 points, or 1.4%. The S&P 500 lost nearly 73 points, or almost 1.8%. And the Nasdaq dropped more than 221 points, or just less than 2%. Bill, you saw red going into the markets yesterday, but today is a new day. Tell us what you're seeing today by starting with what is happening in the markets this morning.
1: Hi, yes. Good morning, Emily. I'm looking at the S&Ps are up 0.02%. we're flat. This is a flat opening. Um, There's typically a catalyst event that kind of drives the market every day. Um, You know, and it's very, the calendar is very light between now and next week when we have that FOMC meeting. Uh, So uh, there's a couple economic reports. There's some positives, some good earnings reports coming out. They could be catalyst. Oil, you know, oil's just pushing weaker and weaker. I mean, you look at WTI; it's down a one and a half percent this morning. Uh, WTI is at seventy-five dollars and seventy-five cents. Brent's at eighty one dollars and forty six cents. So you know, oil's falling, You know, the dollar's a little higher. There's economic fears um, going on there. Those Russian oil price caps, you know, could be starting to take effect. In the back of my mind, I keep thinking, well, if they're putting the price caps at sixty dollars, could that mean oil go, drops to sixty? Well, well, we'll, you know, I'm concerned about that. Um, and sometimes I'm thinking of, and you know, if China. But if China's reopening, you know, the demand picture should. Uh, start to uh, you know become uh, it should increase but we'll have to wait and see in that because China's been back and forth on their uh, uh, opening their economy but for today this morning we're seeing oil which jumped up two percent yesterday it gave up those gains yesterday and uh, you know dropped two percent and now we're down uh, another one and a half percent this morning. Uh, we're looking overseas. We're looking over at Europe to see what the, the action is in Europe, and everything's red. Uh, not significantly. It's just lower. It's flat to lower. Uh, the DAX was trading a little higher, then now it has since uh, gone negative. It's down 15 points. FTSE is down 27 points. Um, the CAC is down 0.23%. We're looking over at Asia. Asia was interesting. Where you know the Nikkei index, you know, it rallied. It jumped. Uh, you know, 65 points or 0.24%. Hong Kong gave up a little bit they were down you know about four tenths of one percent but remember they had that huge four and a half percent rally yesterday on Monday so on Sunday night so yeah for them to pull back a little bit that's okay. Uh, Shanghai you know traded a little higher last night so that that's kind of interesting to me but here in the. US uh, you know you get keep an eye on those bond yields uh, they're trading mixed this morning after jumping. The previous few sections on the, you know, the robust uh, economic data, but um, yeah, the P's you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to hold these gains this morning because they've been trading, you know, moving lower uh, steadily all morning, but uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting day today, Emily.
0: And Bill, as we search for the catalysts in the market today, even if we're not quite finding that, that big market driver, uh, there are some catalysts that are, are moving specific stocks. And one of those is earnings. So why don't you give us a rundown of what we should be watching when it comes to earnings action?
1: You're absolutely right. Earnings. There's always earnings to keep, to keep your eye on because that creates the volatility. Uh, Sumo Logic, ticker S-U-M-O, Sarah, Uncle, Michael, Oscar, they beat by 11 cents on higher revenue. That stock's up 9.57% this morning. Uh, GitLab, ticker G-T-L-B, Grace Tom, Larry Boy. they beat by 5 cents on higher revenue. That stock's up 17.14% this morning. Uh Signet Jewelers, ticker SIG, Sam India Girl. They beat by 48 cents on higher revenue and AutoZone, ticker AZO, Apple Zebra Oscar. They beat by $2 and 19 cents and they did that on higher revenue. So that you know that, that was some those are the positive earnings that came out this morning. But we, we've got more coming out this afternoon. Um, like uh, you know, Sentinel One. Uh they're you know, they're expected to lose. Uh, that's ticker S as in SAM. They're expected to lose $0.22 cents per share. Uh, the expected move here is 16.49%. Uh, we got Guidewire, a uh, software maker, ticker GWRE, Grace William, Richard Edward. Their EPS estimate is for them to lose $0.39, cents, but the expected move here is 9.78%. Uh, then we have something like Health Equity, um, which is also coming out after the close. That's ticker HQY, Henry Quinton Yellow, their EPS estimate is 35 cents, and the expected move here is 9.92%. And then we have uh, Casey General Stores, ticker CASY, Charlie Apple, Sam Yellow. Their EPS estimate is three dollars and twenty-seven cents, and the expected move here is 6.09%. Um, again, I'm not jumping for joy on any one of these. I got I got to tell you, but we'll have to wait and see uh, how they react when the mark when they release their earnings this afternoon, Emily.
0: And on the economic front, you know, the state of the economy, what the Fed's going to do next does really seem to be hanging over the market, something investors are considering day in and day out. And one way to sort of put the pieces of the puzzle together is to follow economic data and do that every day, not just when there's big reports, but when there are reports, Fed speak. And each day we follow it for you and give you both the big ones and some of the other less, lesser known ones when it comes to economic reports and events. So let's keep an eye on all of this economic data. Bill, what should we be watching for when it comes to economic events?
1: Yeah, well, the calendar today, we have at 8.30 a.m., we have International Trade in Goods and Services. 8.55, we have uh, Johnson Redbook on retail sales. Those, those are the ones that I'll be watching. Um, but, you know, I mean, right now we're still waiting. You know, the big catalyst event is next week when, you know, the Fed makes their, their decision on interest rates. And that's over a week away Um You know, they could slow their pace of interest rates, but with this recent economic data that's coming in very strongly showing that the economy has continued to grow, um, on one hand, that could mean the soft landing is possible that Jerome Powell is speaking of, uh, which would be good. But, you know, will they do a 50 basis point hike uh, rather than a 75 basis point hike is where everyone's trying to uh, is what everyone's trying to determine right now, Emily?
0: And we will continue to follow all that economic data for you. And as we look for direction in the markets today, we sit it with earnings. There can be market drivers for individual stocks to follow different news and events, data and information that's coming out. So even when there's no major big catalyst event in the market, you can look for these smaller events to trade that volatility. So, Bill, what else do you see as possibly moving the markets today?
1: Let's take a look here. You know, I mean, I've been I'm, I'm watching a variety of indices. You know, I mean, I'm watching the airline stocks. They're they're showing green. You know, you got a lower oil prices. You know, you, you got China maybe reopening up. Those are positive factors. Uh, autos, you know, they they look okay. I don't know if they'll be able to hold those gains. Uh, we're moving over to the you know the oil stocks. They are trading lower. Uh, semiconductors for the most part are weak as well. You're looking at the Fang stocks. So, and we are showing some mixed results. Um, you know, Facebook isn't having a good day. That's down the most. But, the, you know, for the most part, we're seeing positive, you know, uh, action um, out there. So we'll have to wait and see uh, how the uh, S&Ps open up. But I do think they're going to open the shade lower this morning. Uh, you're looking at the S&Ps. They're down 0.13% right now. Uh, Amazon, ticker AMZN, Apple, Michael, Zebra, Nancy, Warner Brothers, and Amazon announced that HBO Max is once again available on Prime Video. Um that's interesting. I don't think that's a huge uh, market-moving story for the stock. Uh, Apple, na- the nation, National Labor Relations Board, said that Apple violated laws with its anti-union tactics. Um, not positive for Apple, but, you know, the, Apple is trading higher this morning, so follow the, follow the price action. Uh, Google, uh, their jigsaw subsidiary is uh, launching a new misinformation uh, project in India aimed at preventing misleading information that has been uh, essentially, blamed for inciting violence in that country. Uh, Facebook, a hey, Facebook's talking about removing news from its platform. But, You know, news costs money. You can't give it away free. That, that's just the way it is. And uh, Facebook doesn't want them to pay, so you know, watch they'll they'll probably you know continue to provide some subpar news events that uh, really don't, that really aren't market-driven news events. So that's probably what's going to happen with uh, Facebook metadata. In terms of the Dow Jones 30, we're talking Microsoft. Microsoft offered Sony a 10-year contract to make their Call of Duty franchise, which apparently is one of their most successful franchises. They want that series available on PlayStation. They want to do a 10-year deal with Sony, so that's that's good news for both companies. Salesforce, ticker CRM, Charlie Richard Mary. Um you know, the Slack founder and CEO, he's leaving Salesforce uh, at the end of January this year. You're looking at, you know, you know I'm not surprised. I think uh, the CEO of uh, Salesforce is really consolidating his base and wants the guys he knows uh, reporting to him. And he didn't really know the Slack CEO too well. Uh, Goldman Sachs, Ticker, GS, Gray Sam, they're said to be considering buying some of these crypto uh, companies, technology firms. They, they, they're not spending a lot of money, tens of millions of dollars to buy a few uh, technology firms, kind of makes sense. In terms of merger news, ticker NRG, Nancy Richard Grace, Energy, Energy is acquiring Vivint Smart Home for $12 a share or $2.8 billion in cash. In terms of guidance news, GitLab, ticker GTLB, they see Q4 EPS coming in at a negative 15 cents to negative 14 cents, whereas in the street estimate is a negative 17 cents. Uh, Sumo Logic they see uh, Q4 coming in negative uh, nine cents to negative eight cents, whereas in the street estimate is a uh, is for neg- a loss of seventeen cents. Both of those are positive. Uh, Signet Jewelers ticker SIG Sam India Grace they see Q4 revenue coming in between two hundred fifty nine billion to two hundred sixty six billion. Street estimate is two point six four billion. It's within range. It's it's you know not great, but it's within range, so okay acceptable. Uh, In terms of shareholder events going on, Fortune Brands, that's ticker FBHS, Frank Boy, Henry Sam, they're holding an Investor's Day today that's going to start at 9 a.m. Watch it. It could be some news coming out here. Frank Boy, Henry Sam. Uh, And Madison Square Garden, ticker MSGE, Michael Sam, Grace Edward, they're holding a shareholders meeting today that's going to be starting at 10 a.m. In terms of buyback news, Bell Ring Brands, that's ticker BRBR, Boy Richard, Boy Richard, they're announcing a new 50 million share repurchasing plan. Uh, catalyst events, uh, charter stock, that sticker CHTR, Charlie, Henry, Tom, Richard. Citibank opened up a negat- negative, uh, added the stock to its negative catalyst watch list, heading into next week's analyst meeting. Mm, interesting. Uh, NIU, Nancy, India, uncle. Citibank yesterday put the NIU technologies on its 90 day negative catalyst watch list. So, not good for those uh, those companies emily but that's what i have for you in terms of news hitting the tape early this morning
0: this is the type of data that Newswear delivers daily it's factual it's market moving and our alerting functions bring it to your attention as it happens go to www.newswear.com now and sign up for the trial and see for yourself the benefits that professional newswire delivers We've now made it to that time of the show for the trade talk pick of the day. Bill, what is your pick of the day today?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't see a lot of good options there, but I, I did like what I saw with uh, uh, Sprinkle. Uh, that sticker CXM, Charlie, X-Ray, Michael. I'm looking at the option data. Now, this is a cheap stock, and I, you know the option data looks positive. So I that's very, I mean, it, it's intriguing to me. That's all I can say is the option data looks very intriguing to me. Um, ratings are mixed, but I'm seeing positive positivity with price target increases from firms like Citi and Morgan Stanley. So that, that's a plus. Um, looking what the CEO said, hey, we are very pleased with our performance in the second quarter as we beat expectations across all key metrics. In today's fast changing world, brands are looking for uh, ways to stay close to their customers and we couldn't be more pleased that our platform is helping them deliver better customer experiences by unifying customer facing functions and teams. It's a nice strongly worded statement. I like what he's saying. So, you know, you put all three together and yeah, I, I think we're going to see some positive activity. Key here for me is I want to get in under $8.25. Um That's, I I think it could, you know, rally from there. So I've got to wait for that, uh, wait for that print. But uh, CXM, Charlie X-Ray Mary, that's my pick of the day, Emily.
0: And coming up, we're going to do a recap on yesterday's pick of the day. Bill, you did mention GitLabs in your newswear Alerts breakdown, and that was your pick of the day. So we'll see how that went. But first, let's take a look at the current breaking headlines that have hit the tape in our Hot Off the Press segment. Bill, take it away.
1: Uh, Microsoft, the uh, Lidos, uh, they're, they're cooperating to synchronize warfighting technologies. let see, what else do we have? PepsiCo, ticker PEP, they're doing layoffs. I know I mentioned this earlier, Goldman Sachs looking for opportunities in crypto after the FTX bankruptcy, looking to buy some technology firms. Let's see, what else we have? <clears throat> uh PepsiCo is going to be reducing the workforce in snack and beverage division, so it's both. Okay, interesting. Uh, Ticker SEAC, Sam Edward Apple Charlie, C-Change to power streaming of sports leagues for Fox Sports Mexico. Uh, Kroger, ticker KR, expects to complete the Albertson merger in early 2024. Abiva, ticker ABBV, collaborates with Hotspot Therapeutics for Autoimmune Disease. TSM, Tom Sam Michael, TSMC to triple U.S. chip investment to $40 billion. Um, You know, TSMC announced uh, that in addition to uh, their Arizona first fab, which which came out recently. Borg Warner, ticker BWA, to focus on electric vehicle market. That's all I'm really seeing in the last 15 minutes,
0: Emily. Okay, Bill, before we go, let's do that check-in on yesterday's pick of the day. As I mentioned, was GitLab's. Yesterday, GitLab reported its Q3 non-GAAP loss narrowed to $0.10 per share from a loss of $0.34 a year ago. Analysts had expected a non-GAAP loss of $0.15. Revenue for the quarter came in at $103 million. That was up from $66.8 million a year ago. Analysts had expected $106.1 million. You also mentioned GitLab's in your newsware alerts and that change in guidance, which was a smaller loss than what was originally expected. Uh, Bill, I saw GitLab all over the headlines post-market and pre-market this morning. How did your call work out?
1: Yeah, everybody loved GitLab the, you know, after the earnings, but before it, the stock was feeling no love, that's for sure. I mean, the, hey, the stock opened up at $41.22 and quickly moved to 43 within the first like six minutes of trading. But after that, it fell apart. Now I picked some up at $40 and, and ran it for a quick one percent gain, walked away. But the stock kept falling after that. It, and you know, I, I saw it trading, you know, below 38 at 37.80, I bought a little more and I sold it out again for another good gain. But I, you know, after the earnings came out, this stock ran as high as 47 dollars and forty-four cents. I mean, it opened up at forty-one dollars and twenty-two cents. You know, that's a fifteen point eight percent difference between the opening price and, and the high in, in yesterday's trading. So, yeah, easily could have made at least one percent during that that uh, during the, those uh, hours. Um, it was a it was a good it was a good call. The option data really looked positive to me, and that was uh, why I liked it. Um, but GitLab ticker GTLB uh, was a good strong winner yesterday. Um, so I, I was pretty happy with the results, Emily.
0: And we will check in with you tomorrow to see how today's sprinkler pick of the day goes. Bill, thank you, as always, for your expert insight. Join us back here tomorrow and each weekday morning at Newswear's Trade Talk, when we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Again, I'm your host, Emily Bonnie, here with trading anchor Bill Olson. Traders, you know what to do. Let's go out there and make some green.